embattled Congressman Matt Gates. Matt Gates was one of the very few members in the entire Congress who bothered to stand up against permanent Washington on behalf of his constituents. Matt Gates right now, he's a problem for the Democratic Party, and he can cause a lot of hiccups in passing of laws. So we're going to keep running those stories to keep hurting him. If you stand for the flag and kneel in prayer, if you want to build America up and not burn her to the ground, then welcome, my fellow patriots. You are in the right place. This is the movement for you. You ever watch this guy on television? It's like a machine. Matt Gates. I'm a canceled man in some corners of the internet. Many days I'm a marked man in Congress, a wanted man by the deep state. They aren't really coming for me. They're coming for you. I'm just in the way. Welcome to Firebrand Live. We're here in Washington, D.C., where all the action is abundant. The Supreme Court just releasing their decision in the Dobbs decision, overturning Roe v. Wade, overturning Casey. We got the live streams going. Lisa on Facebook says, now it is time to make abortion illegal in Florida. Of course, today also the House of Representatives passed gun control legislation that the Senate had already passed. It will go to Joe Biden and likely be signed into law. Nothing to celebrate there. It's the federal government bribing states to pass red flag laws and violate your constitutional rights. You know what? It, it really is something to see the way Republicans are paving the way for some of the most dangerous elements of the Biden agenda. But we are still reaping the div dividends from the Trump presidency with pro-life justices on the court, pro-constitution justices on the court, and really in the face of violent threats and political intimidation, you saw that the court held fast. Their courage in the face of overwhelming opposition and outright evil is not going to be forgotten. Roe v. Wade, Planned Parent, Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood v. Casey being overturned is something I really never thought I would see in my life. But here we are, and it's a cause for great celebration. As I stated this morning when I heard the news, Roe and Casey were bad science and bad law when they were decided. Now, they're history and bad precedent forever. The Supreme Court's decisions in Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood v. Casey, don't know why I can't say that, they were a stain on the judiciary. The tyranny of their precedent is now over. Our Bill of Rights is not a creation of rights. It's a declaration of rights. Our rights are natural rights endowed by our creator. And there is no greater natural right than the right to life. Abortion is not deeply rooted in our nation's history. It's not found in our common law. Its defenders are not found in the book of life. Abortion is anti-humane and anti-American. The Constitution is clear that Americans are entitled to life and should not be deprived of it without due process of law. Every day since 1973, the unborn have been denied that due process when their skulls were crushed and when, when they were ripped from their mother's wombs, sometimes limb by limb, until their little hearts stopped beating. That ends today. The question of when life begins and when protections for unborn humans attach is now rightly returned to the states. States are now free to create law that opposes the evil of abortion and enshrines the unborn's right to life. It's just a terrific thing. But here in Washington, I can tell you 
The the energy has gone wild. There have been a lot of crazy takes. One of the worst takes was from Adam Schiff. Put up the Adam Schiff tweet. Adam Schiff claims that six unelected individuals just denied women all over America the right to make their own health care decisions. Six unelected individuals. <laughs> Adam Schiff. You know what? This is the type of thing that would more easily be laughed off if it wasn't gaslighting terrible violence. And, you know, the, the, the left always is like, you know, accusing us of degrading institutions. And, you know, how many times did Adam Schiff say, oh, well, Trump and the Trump supporters and enablers were doing harm to our institutions? The Supreme Court is a foundational institution in America. And here you have Adam Schiff trying to delegitimize it because he didn't like the outcome. They delegitimize the institution when they don't like the outcome. Quite something. But you know what? It does lead to violence. It does allow people to say things that are incendiary and that certainly could incite terrible acts. Put up the, the Jane's Revenge uh, placard. DC call to action. Night of rage. You said you would riot. Take to the streets. Wow. This is... Really, really something. These are being passed out all over D.C. I've had folks texting me this image, uh, posting them on social media. And it's a pretty direct call from the group Jane's Revenge to all of their supporters to just turn to the streets, maybe hurt people, maybe burn things, destroy things. And you know what? We ought to have protection for our life centers, for our family counseling centers, for churches, places of worship entities that have been outspoken in support of the right to life because these people are stone-cold nuts. And the reason I know they're nuts beyond the Jane's Revenge flyers because we had members of our team actually on the grounds of the Supreme Court as the decision was made. We got all kind of reaction, and so we are going to bring you to the steps of the Supreme Court right here in Washington as the decision's being made. This report from Chris Chella. Take a listen. This is Chris Chella reporting for Firebrand. We are here at the U.S. Supreme Court where a decision is expected to be handed down on whether Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned. We are going to talk with some of the people on both sides of the movement. We're going to talk to some pro-choice people, talk to some pro-life people, and uh, see what they have to say, see what's got them so riled up. It's all about control of women. It's not really about the fetuses or the babies, because they don't care. They're not pro-life. It's okay if cops kill black men. They don't care. They're not pro-life. Why do you think it is so important for Roe um, to be protected? 80% of Americans do not want Roe to be overturned, and so if this happens, it shows that this court is illegitimate and against what the people of this country want. It's something that affects millions of women and trans men across this country. Anyone with the uterus, it affects. It's not just about female reproductive rights, but also male reproductive rights if a man gets pregnant as well. It's about anyone with the uterus. Anyone with the uterus. And what? What will women, you know, do? What do you think the reaction will be if Roe is overturned? If Roe's overturned, we are going to have millions of people in the streets across this country. 80% of Americans do not want Roe to be overturned. Did it just get f***ing overturned? Did something?
Hello everyone, this is Joe Valdez, executive producer of Firebrand. We are outside of the Supreme Court today, where Roe v. Wade has been overturned. Millions of babies will no longer have to die at the hands of deranged leftists, and we are here to get the reaction. needs to get off their asses and do their job. Women have been fighting for years. It is not our turn. It is Congress's turn to do something about this. Her shirt says, I am a vagina voter. I am quoting what is read on her t-shirt. Her sign says, keep your religion out of my vagina. This is a joke at this point. How is this? It's not even funny, though. It's the worst joke. And of course, it's a Republican telling the joke because they don't know how to laugh. They don't know how to help a good time with everyone else who just wants to help everybody. All we're for is that you have a choice. That's all we want. And they want to take away your choice. How is that fair? And by they, I mean the fascists. I mean the Republicans. I mean the conservatives. All of them. They don't want you to have a choice. They don't want me to have a choice. They don't want transgender people to have a choice. They don't want anyone except for the fascists to have a choice. I moved, I came here to D.C. on Thursday of last week, and I've been fighting in the streets ever since. You think I can afford that? No. I can't afford any of it. I'm here because it matters more than my rent. It matters more than my money. It matters more than my being. It matters about half the population is women. And now it's being taken away from them? How is that right? Some of us who've been involved in reprodu reproductive rights for a bit have been trying to warn people about this for well over a year now, and people have kind of ignored us, kind of looked just like, you know, chicken little with the sky is falling, but the sky has just fallen today. How do you guys feel now that Roe v. Wade has been overturned? What's your first emotion that came? I'm ecstatic. I can't explain it. I'm just so overjoyed and so happy that babies get to live. I definitely was kind of in disbelief. I saw it and I was like, I think this is a glitch. I was like, there's no way this just got released when I'm standing in front of the Supreme Court. This is so cool. And so I was just really thankful. The first thing that hit me was just overwhelming feeling of gratitude. So what would you like to say to the justices, the brave justices who rendered this decision? I would say thank you. I know that their lives are at risk, but they also know that other lives are at risk because of this decision. So I want to say thank you to them and for their courageous fight in this as well. Because I know it wasn't easy, but I know that they did what was right, and I know that they know that. We are a voice for the voiceless, which is the preborn, and um, millions and millions of them have been killed since Roe v. Wade. So we are so excited to see Roe v. Wade overturned and see them be able to be valued because their lives are amazing and valuable and should not be ended by abortion. This is a great decision, Brian, and I'd just like to read Congressman Gates' statement if I can. This is from Congressman Gates, breaking today. I applaud the, the courage of the Supreme Court in standing up for our most vulnerable in the face of violent intimidation from leftist agitators and the Democrat Party. Roe and Casey were bad signs and bad law, and now they're history. The Supreme Court's decision in Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey were a stain on the judiciary. Abortion is not deeply rooted in our nation's history. It is not found in common law. The Constitution is clear that Americans are entitled to life and should not be deprived without due process of law. 
Every day, the unborn are denied this due process when their skulls are crushed and are ripped from their mother's womb limb by limb until their little hearts stop beating. That ends today. States are now free to create law that opposes the evil of abortion and enshrines the unborn's right to life. That's from Congressman Matt Gates today. Thank you, Brian, for covering this. We'll be around. What many people call bad science, bad law, is now history. This is a huge win for pro-life activists all around the country. We're back live here in the Longworth House office building in Washington, D.C. Make sure you're subscribed, notifications turned on. What a terrific report from the members of our team. I want to thank Joel and Chris and Michael and Octavian and Skip. Everyone was out there making sure that we brought you to the steps of the action. And I think you saw some of the best and some of the worst in society. I know how many Americans have been coming to March for Life, have been coming to National Prayer Day, who've been going to church and have been waiting for this moment when life would have a greater chance in the United States. And I believe that the practice of these elective abortions over decades has dehumanized us. And hopefully this will lead to greater compassion, greater appreciation for life, greater appreciation for our fellow Americans. But we couldn't end the show today without bringing you an exclusive leak obtained by Breitbart. That's right, the tech giant Google has taken another step in their ongoing quest to integrate idiotic, woke terminology into society. They, they literally want to change the way you think about language at Google. Now, this time, they're using Google Docs to autocorrect words that might just be a little too offensive for our woke overlords. You know, words like man, woman, white, the forbidden terminology that describes human biology autocorrected to terms that don't make any sense but at least we aren't offending anyone. The Google employee who spoke to Breitbart called the feature ham-handed. It's being polite. Google Docs replaces the word motherhood with experience, being a parent or guardian. The feature also seems to think that man is the most offensive term in the English language as it attempts to change anything, including man, as part of the prefix of a word. For example, Mankind is recommended to be changed to humankind or humanity. Actually, humanity still has man in it. They probably just haven't figured that out yet at Google. At least they're acknowledging that we're still human in some way. The feature even goes so far as to recommend replacing manhole with hole or maintenance hole and replacing manhunt with search this may not seem like a big deal, but it is another shining example of the left's push to integrate their woke lexicon into everyday American speech. They want to control the words you use and the words you read because they want to control what you think. Google is telling us that we shouldn't be using terms like man and woman, God forbid, white male or white female. What's even more egregious is that not only is Google attempting to replace these words, but they're also slapping an inclusive warning on the terms when you choose to override the autocorrect and speak in language that is, you know, actually familiar to the person you might be seeking to communicate with. 
This is a demonization of everything that Google doesn't seem to like, which, by the way, it seems to include white people. Like, if white man is a racial slur, how does Google really think about a whole lot of Americans? How much longer will the left's racist attack on verbiage continue? Well, considering the fact that Google works in tandem with fellow big tech cronies like Facebook and Twitter, as well as the mainstream news media and, of course, the Democratic Party to craft narrative, it seems this attack on speech will continue. And it may only get worse. What's next? Google taking steps to tighten the stranglehold on our rights and speech and free expression. If you don't change manhole to hole, does that mean that the website you use to operate your business might get less traffic or demoted in Google search? Maybe they'll start to ban people who choose to ignore Google's inclusivity warnings. Perhaps they'll coordinate with the Democrats in Congress. Perhaps they'll use the Intel apparatus to make these terms illegal. What if they're the future of a red flag charge against you? Oh, well, we saw in your Google Doc that you didn't change mankind to humankind, so you may be a risk to someone, and we could come take your guns without Fifth Amendment protections, even the opportunity for you to be heard. The left is slowly but surely using every asset at their disposal to destroy political opposition and transform the English language to this creepy, woke dictionary with the hope of indoctrinating, intimidating, or canceling anyone who does not dare to reject the altar of the progressive left and wokeism. It's lunacy, and we are past the slippery slope. We're like in a free fall. The inmates are running the asylum, and if we are going to allow them to dictate our speech, soon we won't have the vocabulary or the agency to stop them. So thank you so much for being a part of fighting back, sharing our content, and certainly today we want to express joy for the unborn life that is going to be protected in a whole lot of states, and I think it's really going to create this wonderful culture of life for our country, and I'm optimistic and enthusiastic about that for sure. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe, notifications on, roll the credits.